Skull fracture is the last topic of this learning pathway, but that doesn't mean it isn't important. I think often fractures are looked at towards the end of reading a CT scan, which I think is a shame as actually the presence of a fracture gives you a lot of information about the amount of force the brain has been exposed to and gives you clues as to the location and character of many of the injuries we have described earlier on. The other reason to focus on the presence of fractures is they can point to significant complications. I try, in fact, to start looking for scalp hematoma to identify the main impact and then quickly examine bone windows for fractures. It is essential that you review thin, let's say one millimetre or less, bone algorithm images if you want to identify undisplaced fractures. Remember we covered the difference between window and algorithm at the very start of this pathway. In addition to depressed fractures, which are usually easy to identify, specific features that I look for include involvement of air-containing paranasal sinuses, middle ear cavity and mastoid air cells, involvement of the carotid canal, cranial nerve foramina, middle ear ossicles, and dural venous sinuses. Briefly, fractures that involve paranasal sinuses or the middle ear cavity of the mastoid air cells can lead to CSF leakage and not only intracranial hypotension, but also meningitis. Fractures that pass through the carotid canals, particularly if displaced or widened, can be associated with carotid artery injury. And cranial nerve foramina involvement will naturally enough predispose to an injury of the nerve. They are all important, but particularly worth seeking are the fractures through the optic canal and facial nerve canal in the petrous temporal bone. Acicular disruption can be easily overlooked if not carefully searched for on thin bone images, and we'll discuss this later on. And lastly, fractures that cross dural venous sinuses can be not only associated with venous hemorrhages, which you will usually identify easily enough, but also venous thrombosis, which in the setting of other parenchymal injuries or extraaxial hemorrhage may be overlooked. This page is a general overview of skull fractures, and then the next two pages focus on petrous temporal bone fractures and transphenoidal base of skull fractures.